Is bad work better than no work at all? The handyman pros discuss why bad work can lead to unintended consequences that can be more aggravating and costly than doing no work at all. Welcome to the Handyman Pros Radio Show, home improvement and maintenance tips from the pros. Thanks for listening to another edition of the Handyman Pros Radio Show, where our goal is to help save you time, money, and aggravation on your home maintenance and repair. This edition is entitled, Is Bad Work Better Than No Work at All? To help me explain, I'm here with my ever-cheerful co-host and old buddy, John. John, what have you been doing this week? Well, greeting fellow earthlings. Um, <laughs> That's the end of the show, John. <laughs> I am here. I am here. What's been going on this week? Well, you know what? I had an interesting little. I had this interesting little job. Um, was uh, was installing some French doors in uh, in interior uh, French doors uh, for to separate off a uh, a home office, which. We had talked about before to right. create a home office. Yep. So for folks out there, you can go back and listen to the uh, the other podcast about things to think about in the home office. But when I was doing the French doors, you know, that's two doors. Um, if everybody out there knows what French doors are, two doors that close um, and create one big opening. But, you know, it's always being very, very careful when you're when you're hanging doors. I'm not talking about a hanging door show here, but, you know, it, the the, the point of it is is that be very careful to do a good job because if you don't, especially when you're doing doors, you know, they're not going to hang right. They're not going to look right. They're going to open by themselves. They're either going to close by themselves. <laughs> they're going to bind, you know. So there's a lot of things to think about. So it's always nice to do a really professional, good job, but to think these kind of jobs um, through. So when we were talking about this episode, um, Larry, we were kind of – talking about all the things that we have kind of run across where we have followed up on some really bad work. And a lot of times that that work wasn't even worth it. Yeah, it actually created new problems that wouldn't have existed if they had not done the work at all. And we are. I'm going to bring up an example in a little bit. We this again. This is not a door show, but I'm going to bring up an example of a of doors where I had a contractor come in and um, he was painting, and for whatever reason, he decided instead of unpinning the doors, meaning just taking the pins out of the hinges, he he uh, took the the hinges off of the doors, which generally is not a problem. But when he went to put the doors back on, and I found I realized this. After the fact, of course, I watched him do it, and I didn't really think anything of it at the moment. But this is, again, our show is about lessons learned, uh, part of it, um, and saving time, money, and aggravation. Well, here's the aggravation I went to. He put his the doors back on with an impact gun. Didn't think a thing about it till I went to put the doorknobs back on the door. I was putting new hardware on the doors. I put them on, and all of a sudden, the doors don't shut right. And I'm like, why mm -hmm. are the door? All of these doors came off. They were all working properly, right? I go to put them back on, and I realize that three-quarters of the screws that were holding the doors on were stripped out in the wood. The wood was stripped out. And then I'm like, oh, he used an impact mm -hmm. gun. Right. And I'm like, instead of using a drill or, you know, and putting them in carefully, he went zip and then zip, yeah. and it just pulled all the wood out. Well, folks, if you don't know this, these were interior doors. Hollow core doors are made out of, John, would you say it's the best wood in the world? 
No, it's no, junk. I would not. Yeah, it's junk. And so <laughs> yeah, it's they, really they, they they look good, but they're they they're not. Yeah, they're not that durable. <laughs> right, and they're not super durable. So this from being a simple a simple simple job, this became a a, a major repair for me. And and it ended up I ended up replacing some of the doors. And of course, I charged the contractor back because I'm like, dude, you did this. I didn't do this. In fact, a couple of the doors were brand new pre-hung doors that I had actually installed. They they were perfect, right? Because John, mm-hmm. John and I don't do lousy work. We do great work. Door was perfect. Well, one of these doors, you know, when it was perfect, of course, it didn't swing. Well, now it swings open. I'm like, you got to be kidding me. It's a brand new yeah. door. Anyway, those are the things that we're trying to say. Is is bad work better than no work at all? So sometimes, and again, to John's point, t- if you're doing them DIY, take your time. Anyway, let's talk about some other stuff, John. Let's talk about some of our jobs that we've seen where, where we've gone in to yeah, fix so bad you, work. So let me go through a couple. Let me unpack a couple of things that we, we've we, that we've done and, and what the result is. And when we say you know do, doing some bad work is better than no work at all. Um, a lot of times we, we followed in some people that had done just really lousy work, okay? And what, what this resulted in was when they tried to sell the house, and the house was up for sale, um, and when they tried to sell it, you know, none of it would pass inspection, okay? So not only did that, that, that homeowner pay for uh, that lousy work, now he had to go back and pay for it again to get it fixed so it would pass inspection. Um, you know, was the guys had put, you know, flooring, a thin flooring over an exposed old uh, plumbing hole in the, in, the, in the kitchen where maybe a, an island was. And, you know, there was like a two-inch pipe coming up. And, you know, they just put the flooring over it. So, you know, you step on the flooring, you can feel that hole. <laughs> So, you know, they never fixed it. You know, I think the inspector caught that. Um, you know, they, they had the wrong plumbing parts in on a, on a P-trap. They used flex tube on a, for a P-trap. Um, that wasn't going to pass. Um, you know, they actually had a, uh, a vent that was a, the, a, one of the main vents in the house, the plumbing vents, the that was terminated. It was a the septic, septic vent that was terminated in in the uh, in the attic, so they didn't even connect the rest of the piping that went through the roof, through the attic, and through the roof. They just left it disconnected. Um, I mean, it was it was really a comedy of errors in that place, and I kind of you know kind of felt bad for the guy. He was an absentee homeowner uh, that was trying to get rid of this home. But that work, you know, kind of going back to the uh, the title of the show here, is that that bad work was better than than no work at all in that case. Yeah, because you're just you aggravate it and pay for it twice. Wasn't this the one where they shot that they shot a siding nail through the electrical wire? It, um, yeah. So you know that was that was something where we you know one of the fuses kept popping. Right. And I think the inspector caught that. And, um, you know, we couldn't figure out why that kept popping. We chased down that wire. We had, you know, what's kind of known as a fox and a hound, you know, it set, puts a tone in the wire and we're chasing down the wire through the walls um, from the, uh, the breaker box and can't find it, can't find it. It was really weird because it would just stop when it hit a certain a certain place. And then we, then we looked outside. <laughs> we couldn't figure it out. We couldn't figure it out until we, until, you know, we really got in there and then, you know, sure enough that the, the, the nail, 
went right through the wire, you know, and of course, you know, shorted out the shorted out the wire. So, um, you know, w- once again, you know, it was a lot of these things where the, the place wasn't wired correctly and the GFIs, uh, GFCIs wouldn't work. And, you know, they, they try to sell the place, but the inspector's like, no, you're not, you know. So, um, you know, these are kind of the lessons, the kind of the lessons learned on, on, uh, on bad work. Yeah, and actually, it was that house, John, that actually caused us to do our three shows on hiring a contractor, if you'll remember. So, folks, oh, that's if, right. Yeah, yeah, if you go back into our, because this fellow, unfortunately, he hired two separate that's general right. contractors to do yeah. this job. So, you, we actually came in, we were the third contractor group in that facility, and that's what we found after. Two other guys had been in there, two other GCs. We weren't reckoning as a GC. We were there to fix the problems on the inspection reports. And the problems on the inspection reports were, we, we, I, I mean, I specifically remember shaking my head and going, you've got to be kidding me. Like you pay, and he paid a boatload of money for yeah, this. Yeah, he paid a boatload of money, which resulted in uh, legal, action legal action and everything else, you know, so you know, lessons learned on, uh, on, on bad work. And, and, you know, for all you folks out there that are, that are having work performed, you know, make sure that it's, you know, done, done correctly. Yeah. Yeah. It really, it, it's just amazing. So anyway, that's, that's, so there's three shows out there called how to hire a contractor or hiring a contractor. Um, if you're interested in those, please, please go back and listen. But that, that house, because we, John, you and I worked on that house together and that house was the reason that we, we sat there in there. We're like, we've got to do this this is crazy this is nuts mm-hmm. he paid i mean many 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 tens of th- what maybe a hundred thousand yep. dollars for those two contractors and they still ended up paying us another i don't i don't remember it was a yeah, lot it either. was a lot but it was a bunch we were there for what a week two weeks i don't know or no we were, we, we, were, were, we were there for more than that that was a month that was almost a month to to to, to redo a lot of that stuff yeah and so this is a case where really you know no work would have been better than than the work they did. I mean, it was, it was unbelievable. I mean, it was just unbelievable. Um, we've, you know, we've run into other work like that, you know, like, I, I mean, I was doing, a, I was doing a house and I, I swear this guy, no kidding. He had a fetish for caulk, right? <laughs> I mean, there's, there's an old saying, you know, get it yeah. close. You know, what is it? What is it? Caulk the rest. Um, yeah. Yeah. Do your best caulk the rest. Do, do your best caulk the rest. Right. Yeah. This guy had caulk. I mean, I took gobs of caulk out. <laughs> swear they were bigger than my fist i'm like so there's do your best caulk the rest and then there's like why don't you use like what you're supposed to use not just fill the hole with caulk you know but um and those the while while you think oh what's the big deal there it's like well it actually caused problems because caulk does not cut like wood and so trying to get that freaking monstrous piece of caulk out it took me a long time i had to actually dig it out with a screwdriver and a a kind of and and a pair of pliers and then dig it out and dig it out and dig it out because i had to get in behind it to actually get something attached to it anyway it's it's one of those sometimes and and we say this to you as people out there for if you're going to do diy trips take your time you don't need to overdo things think things through right you know of course List, use your resources, right? You know, understand there's a million resources out there. Of course, there's the Handyman Pros Radio Show, but you can YouTube things. You can do all of that stuff. Really resource this, think it out, you know, and take a look at it and and just do it, you know. John, do you have any other examples of where you wish somebody hadn't worked on a place? 
Well, that's a good way to put it. You wish that somebody wouldn't, you know, I, there's been, there's been plenty of times, you know, that it's like, it's like, dude, please, you shouldn't have even stepped in here. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I mean, I, I, I really regret it. Um, I, I mean, you know, Larry, I know that you had worked on, uh, it, it, there's, there's just some things that people will put in in your house, and, and you know, I know that you've got a, a cabinet. You know, one of your one of your clients had had these has a nice house, and they had lousy cabinets that were installed, and the contractor didn't didn't put all the hardware on correct. Yeah, he right? just, he used he used basically. So this is a, an extreme. We're in a very very affluent area of Atlanta, um, a very affluent area. These are all everything's over a million dollars everything in the neighborhood and this house is beautiful i just i love the house i love his i love the layout i really do i think it's amazing but he he calls me in to adjust his cabinets and i'm like okay i'll adjust the cabinets well in in the adjustment of the cabinets i find out that like three quarters of the handles are loose right so all the things that you pull the 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 cabinets and open the cabinets and the drawers as well. The drawer pulls are all loose. And I, and, and that is a pet peeve of mine. I will tell mm-hmm. you, I, I hate grabbing a handle and have it be loose. Right. Because I know that every time, cause you do that a lot. Every time you do it, you get wear and it, and it throws things out of whack. So I go to try to tighten this stuff up and it's the same deal. I turn the screws in to tighten them up. And of course they're all stripped out and I'm like, wow. Okay. Then I pull it up. And, and again, this is a house that was built less than five years ago and it's a very, very expensive. These are custom cabinets, and I mean custom cabinets. They're very tall, and I um, uh, I look in it, and it's press board. It's melamine and press board, and I'm like, oh my god, mm-hmm. you know, just, just. It's one thing if you're doing a standard size cabinet, but this was all custom work in in a very fine, high quality, beautiful house in a very expensive. And I'm just like, wow. There's a time when you buy good materials, and this was an example of when you needed to buy good materials. And I, I told, unfortunately, I told the 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 homeowner, I said, "Look, I've done I've done the only repair that I know how to do with this, which is I shot some glue in and, and tightened it up, you know." I said, "But the next time, it's probably going to pull the cabinets apart." And so I said, "I said I hate to be the bearer of bad news because I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but it means we're gonna have to you're gonna have to redo your doors because there's ju- there's just nothing for the for the screws to grab a hold of. There's just nothing left. It's all ground yeah. out, you know. Yeah, and 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 just no folks, you know, and things like that. And I think um, you, you got you have to understand if you use if you use that that melamine um, and that press board in any wet areas." You're probably asking for trouble too. Yeah, it's not. It's just not. I have not the best I've been option. In a, I have been in a lot of beautiful homes that were a million dollars and so so on, and they're using that kind of stuff for, um, you know, uh, boards, uh, you know, uh, next boards and, and cabinets and things next next to the flooring. That you know the dog. If the one one place a dog's bowl was right next to it, well, the dog is slopping water all over it. Well, the, all the stuff is coming apart, you know, and it's just it's awful. And sadly, I think what people don't understand is is, is I was in another client of mine's home, and again, this is a very nice home, and they actually had me assemble some cabinets for them, and. I this company is fantastic, and if people want, they can send me an email. I'll send you the name of them. I'm not endorsing their particular product, but as I'm putting these cabinets together, I realize that they're using actually very, very fine plywood 
covered with melamine. So they, they were all, it was half-inch plywood, and it actually was really fine-grained plywood. So I know it was very expensive plywood. I can, mm-hmm. you, you know how you can tell, right? So, I mean, I could tell that this was very expensive plywood covered with melamine. And I put those cabinets together, and folks, that was like working with real wood cabinets Mm -hmm. it was magnificent there was no slop there was no you Mm. didn't worry about the screw pulling out because it didn't you know and and you're still careful with that do not use an impact gun to my earlier story right do not use an impact gun but i'm using the drill and just zinc you know and i and and it goes in and it's tight and it's firm and it felt great and i know those cabinets were expensive but it's a case where the extra money is worth it it's worth it it's worth it it's worth it yeah yeah so. Yeah. So it, it, it and, and that's and that's very true. You know, it, to, to you know, I'm, you can't can't uh, can't lie here about trying trying to put trying. You got to put nice products in nice homes. Right. I mean, well, there's no getting around it. You yeah. Know? And, and so this show is actually called, you know, is bad work better than no work at all? But it's a it's a double edged sword. Right. So you can do the work and you can do a great job on the work. But if you use the wrong materials, does it matter? Well, no, now well, it becomes bad work, right? So that's right. the point of this of this conversation is that you do have to be cognizant of what you're putting on. What's the old phrase, John? We're trying to put uh, lipstick on a pig, you know, kind of yep. thing. Yeah. Um, be just be aware of that when you're out there, and and two, if you're if you're looking at homes and you're a first time over, be aware of flippers. You know, flippers are notorious for putting paint for putting lipstick on a pig. I mean, they will do they will cut corners and use the cheapest materials and so forth and so on. And just be aware. It's all we're saying, right? I mean, we're just trying to be to be aware. Um, any other tips or anything, John? Well, or? I would just say, yeah, I mean, I, I think the, I, I think kind of the moral of the story here is that, you know, for all you DIYers and all that, you know, when you're, you know, when you're doing this stuff yourself, and even if you hire somebody to do something, kind of, you know, kind of make sure, you, you know, you, you take your time, you understand what this process is, you understand what the materials are, that they're going to last. And if it costs you a couple more dollars to make it last, you know, then that's the way you do it. Then make sure that it gets installed uh, correctly. Because if it doesn't, then you know what? Uh, bad work is better than no work at all. And, you know, you're kind of going to be back to, I got to redo this again. You know, maybe not right now, but maybe in a year. It can be very aggravating to do it. I mean, some of the things that, that, that my builder did in the house, <clears throat> I kind of wish he didn't even, you know, do it. He would have been better off if he would have just said, hey, John, you know what? I really suck at this, so why don't you do it? <laughs> <laughs> you know, and I would have been, I would have had a lot less aggravation. Yeah. Okay. It, I mean, it, I'm just telling you, I'm, I'm telling you straight up how it is. And that that's kind of where, you know, I've always learned, um, you know, do it right because it really can, can turn out to be a real mess. And I was very aggravated. Yeah. And it took me a lot of time, and I had to buy it again. Right. You know? Yeah, but, and, with, uh, and with contractors, we're, we're big about check check them, check their work, check them again, check their work. Yep. Don't assume. Don't assume anything. And then the last thing, and again, these are in part of our hiring a contractor series, but make sure they have some sort of warranty and some sort of business, you know, longevity in business. Make sure they've been around for a while because it's notorious, as, as we've said so many times, you know, they come, they go, and they're out of business, and then we're, then you're standing there. That, back, to, back to my story about the cabinet doors, this fellow says, he says to me, he goes, yeah, I've tried contracting my 
my contractor, but he's out of business. He said, yeah. so what do I do? And I said, yeah. there's not yeah. much you can do, you know. Yep. Yep, you you're on your you're on your own. All right. Well, folks, if you have any questions or comments or concerns, if you have an idea for us, please don't hesitate to contact us. Send us an email, questions at handymanprosradioshow.com. We'll work. You can leave us a message at our website. That's handymanprosradioshow.com. Join our Facebook group at Handyman Pros Radio. You can leave us a voice message. You can do all that kind of thing. John, you talked about aliens at the beginning of the show. I saw one last night coming down. Did you see that one? Your fellow... Your fellow uh... Alien? My Was he green? Alien. <laughs> Your fellow alien? <laughs> well, all I know is his ship landed, and guess what? What are you doing Did this afternoon? Because we've got a project. we got to take that bad boy apart. Did he do it right? We're going to do it right, by God. <laughs> all right. Ladies and gentlemen, if you've enjoyed this podcast and have derived some value from it, here's four things you can do. One, tell your friends about this podcast. Two, hit subscribe on your podcast player. While you're there, leave us a review. Three, subscribe to our newsletter by going to handymanprosradioshow.com and click on the subscribe button. We'll inform you of upcoming events, shows, and give you actionable tips for maintaining your home and property. And four, send us an email with your questions to questions at handymanprosradioshow.com. That's handymanprosradioshow.com. That's our show for this week. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next week on the Handyman Pros Radio Show.